Here we go, here we go to another live broadcast of Intimate Discoveries. I am your host, Champ Franklin, and we are live and in color. Yes, here we go, Intimate Discoveries. Welcome to Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining conversations around intimacy. In a world where conversations often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it truly means to be intimate. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers of myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real-life stories, and uncovering insights that challenge everything you thought you knew about closeness and relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connection, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bond, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4 p.m. as we unravel the secrets of truly, of truly meaningful connections. Intimate Discoveries, unveiling connections, where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. Good afternoon, good afternoon. If you're tuning in now, this is a juicy topic that we're going to look at today. Again, we're looking at why is it that we get intimacy all wrong? Why do we get it wrong sometimes? And why is it that... We can't own up to the fact that I got it wrong and that I need help. What is the challenge with being vulnerable? Why is that? Why can't we say, you know what? I need help in this area. I need, I need some support. I need, well, you know, mm, I, I think that Oftentimes, women do real well at the saying, I need help. I need this part here. Um, I need this comfort. I need this love. I need this support. I need this. Um, the challenge is that why do mm, men um, take it personal as though they're inadequate? Right? How do we do that? Why is that the case? That um, what you're asking me to do is is not a a true need or something that I can't um, fulfill. Why is that? How is how is that the case? Right? How is that the case that when um, we, 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 we decide to be vulnerable with our partners that um, it's not often accepted. It's not often reciprocated. It's not, it's not um, encouraged. It's not supported. So we end up shutting down um, because we have a partner who, um, someone we love, someone we, we, we believe has told us that they're committed to our safety and then when we submit that um 
Well, most times, like I say, you know, women do it better than men. Um, but we want to be able to look and see, well, why is it that it is, it's a challenge? Why can't you um, listen? Why can't you support? Why can't you be there for me? And, and this is the conversation. Like I said, we want to have this conversation here at Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, because we want you to experience meaningful relationships. And as we say, is it in the name? Intimate Discoveries, right? I discovered that I had um, within me more that I can bring more emotional, more support, more, watch this, more power to the relationship than ever before. I, I discovered that. And it wasn't through my deeds. It wasn't through what I could do. It wasn't through, um, it was through my, my ability to connect emotionally. And I, I discovered that. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know I had it. I didn't know I had it. Join now. I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook right now and join now. Um, I'm putting it out here so if people want to come in and join, join the discussion, they can come join the discussion. You can also get the link on, um, on my website, um, champfranklinspeaks.com. Just go right to the top of the webpage and you can join in um, right there on the website. Um, I would love to have you on board because I want to hear your, your perspective. I want to hear um, hear what you what you what you believe. Um, the live podcast now, right? Well, we share. I'm like, hey, listen. If you think that you wanna wanna um, be involved, you wanna be connected to this 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 wonderful experience then I welcome you to, to, to come on, come on board because we're, 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 we're diving into this, to this thing. And, and, um, so, so where do we, where do we start? How is it that we can begin to put that idea in motion that we can now have, um, a safe space for both the male and the female where each of them can walk away hurt. Um, I was talking to a potential client um, a couple of days ago and um, trying to help him to see that um, you're missing it. And there's one part that you're missing is that um, you don't have to agree to disagree with your wife. You can you can create an environment, right, where it's a collaborative effort, right, where both people walk away with a win-win situation, right? And um, whereas, you know, he was like, well, you know, we come to the point where we both agree to disagree. And I was like, listen, can you imagine being in an environment where you never came to a, a, a point in your marriage, in your relationship, where you and your wife never agreed to disagree? You know how that you come to the point where you know how powerful you're, the person you decided to marry 
and their ability to execute things that they want to get done at a moment's notice. And they can do it anywhere in the world except for with you. Because you don't agree in the way in which they are completing their life. They are fulfilling a dream. They are fulfilling a request. They are fulfilling what they believe is right in this particular task, you know, um, where you hear them say, well, um, I don't agree in the way in which, um, my, my wife raised the kids. I don't agree with the way that they, they raise them. Well, guess what? <laughs> um, your kids, you know, don't agree in which, well, I just ain't no, not yours. Some kids don't agree in which the way mama raised them. Daddy raised them. And so guess what happens, right? At some point, the child is going to make a decision. They're going to make a decision. And you have made this, you have come to this point in your life too, where you have made a decision that you're not going to listen to mama anymore. Mama don't run my life. Daddy don't run my life. And so regardless of how much your mother tries to show you love, to, to, to give you guidance, to give you the best information that they have, that they receive, right? To put you in a better place ever than they could have ever imagined. You decide that you are not taking that information that was just presented to you. You ain't doing it. No, ma, I ain't doing that, ma. Nope. Uh, nope, mama. I, nope. This is my life, mama. I'm taking a stand right now. And, and 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 what happens? What can a mama do? What can a dad do? Exactly. There is nothing you can do when that child makes that decision. You can kick, bite, scram, you know, you, whatever. But that child has already made a decision. That I am going to go either in the direction in which mom wins in life. Or I'm going to go the direct opposite of way, the way that mom goes. Because I don't think it takes all of that to win in life. And so it's going to be my mission, right? To prove my mom wrong. To prove my dad wrong. Because it don't take all that. Y'all doing too much. And when that decision is made, the only thing you can do, or well, one of the things you can do, because there's so many other things you can do, is just pray for them. Because you can't tell them. Then the more you tell them what to do, the, the stronger the desire is, or, or the stronger the desire is to not do what you told them to do. And I'll raise my hand because I'm guilty. Because I I tried, man. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried to give my children, right, the best life ever. 
I had all the answers laid out for him. You know, I I I I I I, I shared with them. You know that I was there and I was encouraging the whole time. There was nothing me and my daughters couldn't do. Nothing we couldn't do together because she had my back. She had my backing. And because I was there, and I was going to make sure whatever my daughters needed, they were going to get in order to be successful. And you know what they decided to do? They decided to do something different. And although it hurts my heart, I'm like, y'all have no idea. You all have no idea. And this is this is how God is with us. We have no idea how much God, the Father, wants to bring you into these riches to give you the abundant life. And because we don't stay connected to God, a Father, we miss out. We miss out on on this connection. We miss out on what God can give us. We miss out on what our fathers can do for each other, for us, for our children, right? They miss out. Now, again, you might say, well, that wasn't for me. Well, you're right. Well, only the father knows the plan and purpose I have for you, the plans to prosper you, to give you an expected end. I, as a father, have plans, desires for you, right? To give you an expected ending. Make sure that you go off and be successful, that you don't grow up in the house of poverty, that you don't grow up in around gangs and drugs and, and, and stuff that I had to deal with, right? That you don't experience that. And that's what the goal was. That was the desire. That was the aim. But um, we want to make sure that we stay on track, right? We stay on track. We stay focused. Um, and, and the question that we're looking at today is how is it that we miss it? Why do you, th- why do you think we miss it as women, as men? Um, because women miss it too, right? Um, there are some things that you don't have to put your perspective on. There's something that you can just... Let him be right. And it's okay because at the end of the day, in two years, matter of fact, don't even do two years, matter of fact, one year, the thing that he was passionate about, or whatever it was, could be in the trash. But here we are. You've created this, this situation where he could not have this moment to be proud that he came up with something out of what he learned and he had no he had no control over the processing system that was downloaded on his hard drive you know you got the core intel you know the processor but mac has a different processor um, and so, man, 
just just respect the fact that he has came he's he's come up with something and he's proud that he figured something out and he wanna see this thing through because very few people have just given him the space to to innovate to to show his thoughts desires or whatever right um and and it's it's, it's a challenge it hurts that we can have that space to to be right and that's really what most people want is to be validated and this is an area in which I missed, right? I missed it. Who validated me? Yeah, you know. Or, or you know what? I just the, the thing for me when I look back at my life, my marriage, and stuff like that. It, I'm not. I'm not going to say that my wife or my ex-wife didn't try and validate some of my stuff. What I'm saying to you is that. I didn't know that that was the check mark I was looking to fulfill. I didn't know that that's what I was looking for was validation, right? And so whenever she quote and unquote presented that to me, I missed it, right? It's like um, catching a bus downtown and not knowing that you have to catch the 216 to go downtown, Route 216 takes you straight downtown. Now, if you're on on this, I'm gonna go to if you're on Western, right? Western goes north and south. Madison goes east and west, right? Downtown is on the east side, east part of Chicago, right? And if you're on Madison, if you're on Western, you're going in this direction and you get on the Western bus, right? You're not going downtown. I don't care what you do. You're not going downtown. Now, if you got off, you were on the Western bus and you turned around and you got on the Madison bus east to go downtown, you would then make it, right? Because you knew that that's... That's how you got. That's how you get downtown. The same thing applies with knowing that you need a validation. You need valid. I needed validation. I needed a space where I could be safe. That I can take. I can express who I was and how I was feeling, and then give the space right to properly assign that emotion. Think about your life. Think about a male that 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 is that you that you know is just angry like often, right? He's just angry for whatever reason. He just ticked off for whatever reason. And I want you to ask yourself, right? How many missed assigned emotions that are bubbling up on the inside of him that is um, causing this immediate anger, this immediate frustration, and, and, and the knowledge that there is a safe space for me to go to even sit down and go through the file. What I've been taught with, as, it, as it pertains to therapy, that I can't go to a therapist, um, 
and the, the purpose of therapy is um, to um, improve your relationships, improve your interaction. And that's the thing that we need to be able to look at because you say, well, I'm trying to get um, the, the therapist to connect with me. I, I need a therapist who can who look like me, who can connect with me, and da-da-da-da, whatever it is, right? Instead of looking at, right? Going to therapy so that you can get ways to better interact with people, with your friends, with your loved ones. So if this person is looking at you and listening to you and saying that um, this is how I feel, you know, I'm, 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 I, I want to be able to go and have ice cream with my daughters, right? That's the thing. I want to go have ice cream with my daughters. And, and, and when they, have, they don't want to go have ice cream with me. And he's like, well, um, why, why, why do you think they can't have ice cream with you? Well, see, that's, that's what I'm saying. So you don't know what it's like to be a black man and being a black man in a black family. And so um, I can't talk to you about this because you, for some reason, you're not saying my point that me being a father and and then this black culture, you know, the they always get on us and stuff like that. Or they, you know, we got baby mama drama and 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 so forth and so on. And so because you can't connect with me, I'm not going to disclose to you that I have a problem, right? That I have mixed, I have unassigned emotions, that I have trauma that I've gone through that is preventing me from being able to sit down and have a conversation with my kids. To be able to sit down and just have ice cream. To be able to sit down and allow them to have as many. Who cares about what's on their ice cream? Why can't you just let them have their ice cream? Man, I'm telling you, when you're able to just be present. Ladies and gentlemen, being present in, in a child's life. To be able to make a difference and say, hey, what do you want to do today? Right? Man. Man. You are, I'm, I'm telling you, I missed it. I missed it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I couldn't, I couldn't sit down and just let them build a gingerbread house, right? That I, I wanted to, I wanted to, to help too, but I didn't give them enough space where they could do it at the end of the day, right? So they can get validation, that they can get pride, praise for them from their father, right? Well, I didn't get praise from my father. Well, your daddy ain't here now. It ain't your turn now. It ain't your turn now. It's their turn, right? It's their turn, right? And I missed it. And, but but the reason why I have this podcast, right, is is to help you to help the next generation to not miss it. Because, man, when you are able to impact a child's life in a way that I'm able to do it now, it, it's just, it, it brings tears to my eyes that I can go to, I can go to a school, right? And 
I'm a part of big brothers and big sisters. And I go with this, this, this guy, this kid who's in second grade, right? And before I um before I got there, he, he didn't like school. Only part he liked about school was gym. Right. And so after like ain't even been two months. I ain't even been in this program two months, which goes to show you that the impact that I can and that I have on individuals' lives now is is out of this world. And so the kid tells me today, he's like, hey, um, school is going well. I'm like, what do you like about school now? I'm like, in reading and math. I'm like, whoa, reading and math. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? This is the kid. Like I said, the first day we were doing multiplication. I, I, I gave him the secrets, right, on multiplication, right? Multiplication and math facts, right? And I just I gave him something real easy. I said, hey, listen. When you when you start your multiplications, whatever the whatever the multiple is, write down the tick mark. So if you had to do twelve multiplication, multiplying by twelve, you just take write down twelve tick marks, and you start from twelve times one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And then 12 times 2. Don't worry about that. You, so what you do, you start from the beginning. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yep, two, 12 times 2 is 24. So you write 24 down. And, 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 the, and the, 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 the program coordinator, she's like, he's only in second grade. He's only in second grade. Um, do you think that that's too advanced for him to, to, to know that? I said, no, the thing for me is I'm trying to get him some victories at home. I'm trying to trying to get him to wow his mama, make his mama proud, show his mama something that, that she didn't believe her son could do. Giving him them small victories because when you give a person a small victory, right, a little bit of confidence, you'd be surprised. And what can happen to those individuals? Now, going back to being intimate, being able to share, and to have that safe space, why is it? Why is that important? It is important because it's a need that we all have. Um, as again, as we go back through Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that we all have a need. To feel a sense of feeling of, of a loving and belonging. And if we can't experience a sense of loving and belonging, then our whole community, our whole lifestyle is disrupted. And oh my gosh. That's why it's important to, to, to be able to provide that safe space for your child, to be able to provide that safe space for you to know again. Going, like I said, I, I, putting on somebody else's life, putting on somebody else's, you know, putting a point of finger in everybody, anybody else, I, I, I don't do that, right? I, I share my story, right? I share where I missed it, right? Um, because I didn't know that I was entitled to a safe space in my marriage, in my life, right? Period. I need a safe space. So when I whatever whatever comes out of my mouth, right, is right. Period. 
unless has watched this illegal, immoral, unethical, cause itself harm or harm to others. If what I just said did not is does not um, is not illegal, is not immoral, um, is not um, illegal, immoral, unethical, cause itself harm or harm to others. Let me have that moment because you were not there when the information was presented to me and was validated as truth. You weren't there. The best thing you can do in that moment is to ask questions. Ask questions about where'd you get that from? Why do you think it's that way? Have you seen anything different? Do you think anything else can exist in that moment, right? And, and right now, today, how does what you're thinking today apply to this moment that we're having right now? Is there anything I can do right now to, to just get you to your best space? Because what I'm really interested in is being with you and experiencing you in your best space. So do you want to talk more about what's, what's bothering you right now that you brought this situation up? Because I'm here. I hey, dude, I don't care. Because what, what you're talking about is not illegal, so the police isn't coming. I'm not going to be uh, subject to an arrest or being accessory to a, a case or whatever because it's not illegal. What, you do, what you're talking about is not immoral. You're not talking about doing something crazy, right? Unethical. You're not, um, you don't have an ethical um, response, responsibility to what you're talking about. <clears throat> And you're not causing self-harm or harm to others. So, but, but what's the issue? Well, you know, I'm having baby mama drama. Well, why do you think you're having baby mama drama? Well, she's trying to keep the kids away from me. Well, let's talk about that. Why do you think that she's trying to keep the kids away from me? What, what, let's, 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 let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. You told her, right, that you were going to be with her for the rest of her life and that you loved her, right? You told her that, right? And then you went off and, 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 and went back on your word. And, 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 and you want her to get over the fact right now that, that you lied. That you walked away with her heart and you 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 took that violin and you just took the strings on it, right? Took the strings on that that well-tuned violin and you just took the took it. And you want her to forgive you and go on and let you just come in and and sit in here in the in the orchestra and you want to be able to play your your saxophone in in the orchestra, right? So that your kids can see how great of a dad you are, right? You expect them to do that right right now? Um, what 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 have, what are you doing right now to show that you can be trusted? Right, that you can be trusted. That that I can that you can be in an in an environment that you can be alone, and I don't have to think about what you're going to do. Right. What what? How has your track record improved since the last time we talked? Since the last time you talked to her, right, well, let's look at it. Are, are you updated on your child support, right? 
Well, I don't think, you know, she, 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 you know, she working herself. She should be able to take care of the kids, you know, take care of the kids. You know, she just want my money to do whatever, whatever. Well, hold on. Aren't you doing whatever you want to do with your money? Aren't you doing whatever you want to do with your money? Well, why is it that she has to be punished, right? I always use the word punished, to use all her money to take care of the kids, right? To ration out her money when you're not rationing your money to take care of the kids. How is that fair to her? So guess what? There is a consequence that comes with that. There's a consequence. And now that you have created this situation, um, can you, you know, are you willing? to go back and correct to to restore integrity in the relationship you ain't gotta mean try to go back and get married or whatever because the, the the relationship is ended but can you commit to restoring integrity that when you say you're gonna do something from this point on i'm gonna come pick up the kids ain't nothing and, and nothing comes up for the rest of your life that when you say that i'm gonna do something that you're there you know, can she call you and say, hey, I need you to pick up the kids and you not get upset because those are your kids who need safety and security and shelter at this moment. At this moment, right? How do you know that those are those 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 conversations that we have to have? Otherwise, we continue to miss out on the big prize. And that big prize is having a meaningful relationship. Having a relationship with your children that is meaningful. That when they, when your children see you, that it means something that they have a dad. That it means something that they have a mom. That they mean something that they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And that it's you. That it means something. And that meaning goes deep because you have history of excellence you have history of showing up and i just i just just want to encourage you right encourage you to to um find that safe space find that way to stand up for yourself and you don't and just let me finish the, the, the what i was saying find a way to stand up for your safe space know that you are entitled to a safe space that you are entitled to um, being able to say and express what you've heard, right? That you haven't. That you are entitled to feel um, the love um, from a friend, um, partner, family member, spouse, partner. That you're, that you're entitled to having a sense of feeling of loving and belonging. And you can't have that, right? Unless there is a safe space. Unless we're able to have our feelings validated, right? Think about the, the, when the guys went out in the streets, right? They got ride or die people. They got people they can talk to and, and they don't even care. Like, hey, man, this dude messing with me around, down, around the corner. You know, we need to go deal with him. His partner don't ask him no question. 
Where you at, man? Let's go get him. Ride or die. And to be able to show that level of commitment to your friend, right? Because um, they know that this person has proven himself to be able to listen to them and be able to help them to get to their best space, their best experience. And they're there. Um, and they'll do whatever they, they want they need to do for that person. Now, 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 let's now take that same energy, that same excitement to a romantic relationship, right? Whereas when your partner comes to you, right? And, and, and your immediate interest is to make sure that they get to their best space. Okay, nothing else, nothing else matters, right? What we need to do to get you to your best space? Because now that you and I are together, I want you in your best space because I want to experience the best woman ever. Period. Period. And, and what does it take to get you to your best space? And listen up, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, right? Most of the time, the thing that is being asked of you can be done in less than an hour. Now, now watch this. Now, you have the ability to restore someone back to their best days in less than an hour. Now think about the other 23 hours that you get to experience this person in their best space. Now watch this. When you put them to sleep right in their best space, chances are they're going to wake up in their best space. And this is where we have to begin to shift our, our we have to have this paradigm shift where we shift our way of thinking. That you're not coming for me. I am not your problem. I'm your solution. I'm your deliverer. I'm your I'm your dude. I'm your I'm, I'm, I'm your woman. I got it. I'm, I'm someone you got me on your team. Do you know who you have on your team? I'm talking about who has awards after awards after awards who have won in many countries. In many states, in many situations, who have delivered consistently. This person is on your team. Do you know how many times I have bailed out my boss? I'm talking about... I'm talking about just unbelievable stuff. I'm talking about just... It just, it just took me like... Like 13 seconds because I was my mind was fresh and I knew where that file was and I went and got it and I sent it to him and he was like, Oh my gosh, you did a great job. Oh my gosh, I appreciate you. Do you know that I am also on your team? And I bring that same power, that same fervor. But what hinders me from releasing my power is your ability to trust me. Your ability to allow me to be who you want me to be in your life. You do not allow me to have a safe space where I can be vulnerable. 
and have a sense of loving and and belonging with you. And so because I don't have that safe space with you, it's a challenge for me, right? It's a challenge for me to be able to even be considered, right? And I just added you up to the to the to the stage. And if you want to chime in, if you want something that you want to add to the conversation, then come on up. You're up here. This is your moment. How y'all you doing? Say something. How y'all Scared. doing? You get it? Um, you, you know what? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Let me know. Are we listening? You we, was on point. But what have you said? You, you, you are a fast talker and a smooth talker. Why do you right? feel that, you know, people get intimacy all wrong? I, they do. But do you know the why they do it? You know why they is get it, it wrong? You listen. Is it that I'm, we're fed so much on a day-to-day basis that we can't even clear our minds enough so that we can look at this person as non-threatening? Can, can I say something really quick? Or is, or is it my value system is off? And I can't value a woman. Simply because that's the stuff that's I, I don't down know in your hard drive. You grew up on the streets. I grew up in the projects. Harry Horner projects, Rockwell Gardens, Algale Gardens. They didn't value women there. Are you serious? You have that's to value I, a that's woman. What I, that's what I grew up with. That's that's what I experienced. And no. You you didn't you grow who, At the same time, home? that's not the excuse for me not to go to therapy and get that stuff offloaded. To what's be able to do what they call um, cognitive behavioral therapy, where you can drill down into why you think the way you think. Are you what you're thinking? Is that factual? And where did you get that from? I'll, I'll share this 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 moment with me when I was in in therapy, and I was I was going to a trauma therapist. And we were going, we were doing cognitive behavior therapy. And so she, you know, there was in, in the therapist stood up and I was like, I wanted my kids to vacuum in straight lines so that um, they could trust me. Because there will be one day that they're going to be, they're going to be a situation in which they're going, I'm going to tell them you got to need, you're going to need to move right or left. And they're going to have to be able to move right or left and, and their lives going to depend on it. I was final. I was solid. I, was, I thought I was right. And um, so I'm writing down, is that fact? Um, where did you get that from? I'm starting writing it down. I'm writing this down, doing my homework from therapy, which you got to do your homework. I'm doing my homework. I'm writing it down. And then the Lord comes to me and he says, um, because, you know, because I wrote down, I wanted my children to trust me, right? And then the question was, was vacuuming in straight lines the only way you could get your daughters to trust you? And at that moment, I said, fuck. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. And and the other, here's the other part, right? The moment in which this other part that, that 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 really helped me change my life too. The 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 moment that I was training them for, right? I'm training you, girl, get ready. That there's gonna be a moment in which 
it's gonna be life or death. You got to move right or left, or your life will depend on it, right? Your life will depend on it. And 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 and, and uh, to this day, that moment has not arrived. Well, one, because I'm a protector. I'm not gonna put them in situations in which it's gonna be life or death that they're gonna have to be able to make the decisions. So I was preparing them. What I believe is rigorous training, right? For an environment that they would never experience. And, and so in the military, I, I, a lot of my listeners know I did 30 years in the military. And so when, when we're getting ready to deploy, they want you to, um, to understand what they call the rock and pole, right? Um, re- and the rock is required operational capabilities and the poe is projected operational environment so when we look at the required operational capabilities what we're required to to be operable and what our capabilities are and then when we look at our projected operational environment does our our capabilities match prepare us for the environment which we have to go to and if the 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 rock does not equal to the pole, then we got to go back and review our capabilities. Or we get ready to send some people in an environment that they won't be trained. So how do we, what that, again, I know that um, I'm sitting here talking and um, I, 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 I share, I share my life, I share my thoughts um, so that I can help somebody else who, Who's out there like I was believing that they're winning? I'm talking about you like you like that person, right? You like the first person to graduate from college, right? You like the first person to to get a passport. You like the first person in your family to to go to Tokyo, to be invited to a dinner, right? To get your master's degree. You you the first person in your in your family to make seventy thousand dollars two years in a row, right? <laughs> two years in a row, you've made seventy thousand dollars two years in a row. And there's nobody in your family that has ever done it before in their life, right? You you think you're winning right now? You got you got a car, you update on your payments. You know what I'm saying? You got new clothes. You got you, you you're doing it right. You got you know got cologne. That works, and, um, and 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 people people are are applauding for your for your for your struggles for your accomplishments, and you think that you're winning, right? <clears throat> and and somebody can't reach you right now. Your kids can't reach you to tell you that, Dad, you're not being my dad. Or boyfriend or partner. You're not being a reliable partner to me. I know you're good. I know you've accomplished so much, but 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 the way I'm I'm look as I'm looking at your your performance in my life, not anybody else's life, right? I'm looking at um how does that you know, are you being reliable in my life? Because yes, you graduate from college, you 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 now you get from seventy thousand dollars, eighty thousand dollars, you're doing more. You got you got gas in your car that 
it never goes below half, right? Ever. Every time we get in your car, if it, if it gets close to the half mark, you're going to fill your tank up. Your, your, your car has never tasted the, the, the minerals that are down in the bottom of your gas tank because you never let it get that low. And then you feel good about that accomplishment. But what about your ability to be reliable, to listen? Your, your ability to complete an assignment when I ask you to do something that you don't come to the class, right? You know what the assignment is. You come back the next day and everybody else were, were, were required to build volcanoes, right? And then put the baking soda and the seven up in there and then watch it just fumble up, right? No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to, you want to come in. You, what do you want? You want to do an explosion. Yeah, you, you want to take the baking soda. You want to put peroxide in it, right? <laughs> Inside a watermelon, right? You want to make it explode, right? Look, teacher, I just, no, see what I'm saying? You did not complete the assignment. And how are you now when we look at you, how you are with, the, with me, right? As a partner, how many times have you, in the course of this last month, right, when I was talking to you, right, when I was talking to you, that you looked for a reason to disagree and then found it? How many times did you do that this month? I'm talking about, right? Because last year you did at least 24 times. Last year, you did it 24 times. You won. I was talking to you. You found a reason to disagree. And you you looked for a reason to disagree. You found it. Then you shared it. Then you wouldn't let it go. Right? You, you won't let it go. Right? You did it 24 times last year, right? So right now, you're tracking to that 40, 46. We got, we got we're down back here in, in December, right? And right now, you're at 46. Right? Matter of fact, you're at 47 right now. You're at 47 times that you have disagreed with me. You have found a reason to disagree, right? And, and, and the thing is that the stuff that you disagree with me about is not even in your life. It's not even in your mama's life. It's not even in your kid's homework. The stuff that you disagree with me on doesn't, doesn't get under the covers with us. Doesn't, watch this, cause you to get an erection. So that, that stuff that you get all aroused, you know, that you get real hard on, you know, doesn't create a hard on for you. So here's my question. Why are you looking for reasons to disagree with me? When you don't even get excited about the stuff you don't agree about. Why can't you just sit there and just let me just talk? And let my truth be heard for just for my moment. Can you do that? Can you, like say, from right now, from this point on. Oh, we're sitting out right now, bro. We're sitting out right now. Right now, at this particular point, you and I, we've been together almost two years, right? And right now, 
you have 47 times that I've come to talk to you about what I believe was my truth, and you looked for a reason to disagree, and you found it. And once you found it, you held on to it. So what is it that can can, can you show me that you're not going to get to 49? In fact, in fact, 52. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you some grace and mercy, right? I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, you know, because you need some. I know you need some, some help. You need some grace. You, you, you're not perfect, right? So we, we don't say that you're perfect. We want you to stop right now because you ain't tough like that, right? You ain't that committed to just stopping what you're doing right now, right? You're not that committed. So because you're not that committed, what we gonna do is we're not gonna say 48. You got one more time because I, I know. You need, you need some help, right? So what we're going to do, we're going to take it down to 57, right? I'm going to give you 10 more times, right? 10 more times that when I'm talking to you, right, about something that I feel is right, that I believe happened to me and made me feel a certain way, that you don't look for a reason to disagree and then find it, right? And once you find it, then you share it, right? Right? Yeah, I know some things that I that I say you didn't experience that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But when it's your moment to share your experience, then you share your experience. But right now, it ain't your turn. And when it's not your turn, then you have the ability to sit there with your hands folded and be quiet, so that I, so that you can show me. That you are a reliable partner. That I can rely on you for a safe space. That I can talk and share my feelings and emotions with you, right? And then after I share my feelings and emotions with you, that then I can make love to you. Because I now have a sense of loving and belonging to my spouse, to my partner, to you. Because I feel so connected to you because you hear me. Then we can now go, and, and and I can be I can be happy, right, to go to your game, because we already know you're not going pro, but for some reason you still believe that this is your calling that you got that you that you coming back, right? For some reason you you committed to the bowling, the bowling thing, and you you ain't the highest you ever bowled, one twenty two. But I can be there and, and be excited for you with your 122 bowling. However, it's difficult for me to be there and excited with you for bowling when I can't even come to talk to you about how I feel about something that don't even pertain to your life. So, we have work to do, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Chad Franklin. This is Intimate Discoveries, Unveiling Connections, the podcast redefining the conversation around intimacy. In a world where connections often feel superficial, we dive deep, exploring the layers of what it means to truly be intimate. That's right. This isn't just another love talk. It's a groundbreaking journey through intimacy's cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual aspects. In each episode, we peel back the layers of myths and truths, engaging with experts, sharing real-life stories, and uncovering insights to challenge everything you thought you knew 
about closeness in relationships. Whether you're navigating the complexities of love, seeking deeper connections, or just curious about the unspoken intricacies of human bonds, Intimate Discoveries is your guide through the maze of modern relationships. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4 p.m. as we unravel the secrets to truly meaningful connections. Intimate Discoveries unveiling connections where every episode is a step closer to understanding the heart and soul of experiencing meaningful relationships. This is your host, Champ Franklin. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. Champ out.